The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Woof! Hello, Farlanders! My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust! <laughs> I totally forgot that this is where I left myself at the end of the last stream. I was not expecting to see a wolfie, but we do see a wolfie here at the start of episode 819 of Farlands or Bust, and we're gonna have to get Wolfie to move a little bit out of the way. I think, yeah, that's right. I remember that part. Aha! Perfect. That's fine. Um, but yeah, welcome to episode 819 of Farlands or Bust, being recorded before a live studio audience here on Twitch. The episode publishing on Saturday, June 26th, 2021. As we continue west here in Minecraft Beta 173. Listen, this whole this whole area is infested. <laughs> ah! I just I just want some wool. My dudes. I just want some wool. And probably this pig, too, while I'm at it. Wolfie in the last stream was a real noodle. Took a lot of damage. And required a lot of pig meats. There we go. Do I need wood, too? I'm alright on the wood. Uh, but yeah, we're continuing on with a regu regular, a, you know, a regular episode. <laughs> uh, allure. <laughs> a regular episode of Far Lands or Bust. Which means it's also going to be a podcast version as well. Those sheep spawned behind us. That's fine. But I also want this pig. Um, yeah, a regular old episode. We're also, as we regularly do, raising money for a charity through Far Lands or Bust. We're raising money for RAD, Rise Above the Disorder, Mental Health Care... Uh, assistance, provisions, providings of, funding of those who are in need, and we have raised eleven hundred dollars. I almost said eleven thousand. One thousand one hundred dollars as of the beginning of this episode. Thank you, everybody who continues to donate. I went on a whole spiel musings. And wax poetics, very waxy poetry um, about what the series is, what the charity thing part of the series is. We're not going to do that again today. But instead, we're going to get more sheep. <laughs> no, wait, those aren't sheep. Those are pigs. I know. I know words and animals. I am aware of the various zoological creatures of the world. Uh, 
Oh, well, gotta go get that, I guess. Oh, I think I got it. Me fail English? That's impossible. I mean... I, I guess I could talk about this. I, I think one of the reasons... Words are particularly difficult at this current juncture. And again, I was going to talk about this. I was not going to talk about this. But I talked about it at the onset. I made a deal. You didn't even get that pig that I punched. Um, back in the day, I don't know how long ago it was. Whoa! A couple years ago or something, wasn't it? Speaking of mental health care, rise above the disorder and whatnot. Um, I mentioned how... I started on medication, anti-anxiety medication. Is it even that? I don't know. Mental health medication. Let's call it that. Mentalcation. That <laughs> uh, sounds more like a type of a vacation that you don't want to take. Um, but yeah, I talked about it just because it was... It wasn't weird, and it's not weird, and maybe that's why I talked about it. It's too... Uh, to, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? To remove the, the, that stigma of it being a weird or a thing to be hush-hush, no-talky, be ashamed about. Normalize! Thanks, small batch. Normalize. Um, so yeah, that was a couple years ago. But I've decided, uh, this past week to stop taking it. I was on Effexor. I tried Prozac and that made me very sleepy and tired and everybody, if you remember my streams back then, it also made me very fuzzy in the head and like I would lose the words. I was very simple words like with, <laughs> you know, uh, um, and uh, so that I switched from that to Effexor and then uh, that seem to have been working pretty well for the couple years that I've been on it. Um, recently I've been seeing a doctor because some of the side effects I'm not a fan of so we kind of adjusted the amount and put I would then I'm on another thing. By the way, I'm not a doctor. I claim no expertise beyond what random googling around the internet of information and from what information I've gleaned from my doctor um, that I can have. So this is by no means <laughs> uh, any any everybody should do this or, or, or this is the way to do things. Um, so that's that's my 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 uh, um, disclaimer. That's my disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's actually more difficult, and this is one of the reasons also I haven't been recording Farlands or Bust like proper episodes, is it's like stressful. <laughs> like, it, I, I feel like I need to be more Farlands or Bust Kurt, podcasts Kurt, have like full sentences that make sense Kurt, as opposed to just doing a normal live stream. We could just be, you know, silent together <laughs> like we normally are. Um,. So yeah, anyway, I've decided as of recently to go off of the Effexor. Um, I'm still on the, the other one, the Boosperone as it's called. But um, 
and I've done so without consulting my physician, um, which they recommend you do always. But I was, I'm already on the lowest dose. I've been on the lowest dose. And with Effexor and most uh, drugs of the type, anti-anxiety, depression, drugs, whatnot, um, you can have withdrawal symptoms, which is why they say to consult your doctor before going off of it. Um, because, like, for people who are on high, high, high uh, 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 doses, like, you need to, like, slowly wean off, like, over the course of many months or years even, depending on how high of a dose you've been on. Alternately, depending on how high of a dose you've been on, you might need to be hospitalized preemptively for observation because there are certain side effects uh, like seizures and uh, stuff like that that could happen if you stop a medication too soon with the withdrawal syndromes. But that's... Beside the point, I've decided not to see a doctor because I'm, I've am i changed my health insurance to like the cheapest available, which means every time I talk to my doctor over Zoom, mind you, uh, is $60. And I felt like I didn't want to spend $60 for the doctor to be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. You can stop taking it <laughs> when I have just made that decision and, and made it, I've made it so myself for, for zero dollars. Uh, well, I mean, for $250 a month that I'm paying for the health insurance. that I, You know what I mean. You know how the system works. Speaking of Bitcoin scams. Um, so yeah, I decided to come off of it. And I was on the lowest dose already. So I couldn't go any lower. I couldn't taper off. I could just go off of it. And sure enough... There were some withdrawal symptoms, mainly um, dizziness. Mainly, I, I just had kind of, oh, what did the girlfriend refer to it as? I mean, obviously, I didn't just do this on a whim either. I talked to the girlfriend with whom I live, who like is part of this and has to deal with this as well and be aware of all this. So, um Yeah, it was just like weird dizziness. She called it. It was like it was like gel. I I likened it to like Jello brain. Look at that. Oh, look at this. Neat. Uh, like Jello brain, basically. I don't like this. I'm gonna have Wolfie sit. Or like, not necessarily vertigo, or like dizzy dizziness, but like you move your head, but then like your eyes and brain take five seconds to catch up. And then when they do, there's a little bit of jer j jiggliness, like jello, like a jello mold. Um, so yeah, so I had like, I haven't been driving anywhere we've been going. Oh, let's go to sleep. I snore during the episodes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, I know what I'm doing. Uh, continuing on. Uh, <laughs> brain fog, yeah, that's a good way to put it too. So yeah, that's what I've been experiencing, and it's it's been like a week. Like the first three days were the worst brain jitters. The first three days were the worst, um, where it was just unpleasant to be 
full stop. Um, but it's slowly gotten better. I had some weird dreams. I had some weird dreams as well. Um, coming off of it. Like, very vivid dreams. And that is kind of a thing. Like, that is one of the things that the medication stopped, was like... Did I ever... Oh, I did pick up Wolfie. He's right here. Were, like, nightmares. And, um... Sleep paralysis, which I've talked about before. And kind of like the night terrors. So... Well, I'm not looking forward to those technically coming back. Um, we'll see. But anyway, I, 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 I had some weird, like, very vivid, long-duration narrative dreams, which I never had. Um, but otherwise, like now, it's I'm, I'm feeling normalized. Although it technically could take, like, months for, like, my system to re... my brain to recalibrate to its new chemical romance. What? Uh... <laughs> The, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm doing that, and I, but I'm also going to wean myself off of the other one too, the Boosperone, which I, I, it seems to be fine and doesn't have the same side effects, which is why I've been like on half Effexor and half Boosperone, but you have to take two a day. Because its half-life is super short. Which is what Effexor used to be like until they came out with a extended 24-hour release version. So, once I make sure I'm decent enough being off the Effexor, then I would also like to be off the boost for... Which again, I'm also on the lowest dose. So it's like, I was already on the doses where they recommend people and they're weaning off of being on much higher doses, so I didn't feel in any particular... Hello, guys. <laughs> What's up? Uh, stumbled on a... some sort of a meeting. Uh, what was I saying? So yeah, I guess another side effect is the brain fogginess and the words no... no produce sense out of brain and mouth hole um but otherwise yeah i just it, it it was kind of i guess it wasn't a hassle to take a pill every day or two pills a day um but it kind of was but it was also a lot of people who are on these sorts of medication it does it can not everybody remember not a doctor not a doctor uh who is that uh, I felt a bit like a zombie. You feel just kind of numb. Which might be a good thing, because you're not then feeling all the negative anxiety or depression or, or the super, super lows. But you're also not feeling the super, super highs. Like, that could be a good thing. Um, but in my case, I was kind of like, alright, I think I'd... I'm in a situation, I'm in a part of my life where I feel a bit more secure comfortable um, with, you know, what I'm doing and myself and the people around me, um, that I feel like this is a strong time for me to try this out. And I could always go back on it. I really don't want to. But if I do feel like I need something, I would like to go back to a, like, a full-on... full. <laughs> a fully evolved 
psychiatrist Pokemon. Um, just because, like, I, I've only been seeing, like, a standard, your, your bog standard doctor, <laughs> just your physician, um, who I don't feel has the expertise in these sorts of medications, where I feel like he was just kind of like, yeah, try that. And it was like, but what's, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> and $60. Um, have you ever gone to a psychologist? Psychiatrist, psychologist. What's the difference? Well, no, I when I first started on Effexor, I had to see a psychiatrist, like a medical doctor, psychiatrist, to be the one to prescribe them to me, um, like the specific drugs. Um, but then after that, it was just up to my normal day-to-day -day primary doctor to keep that up and running. Yeah, a psychologist is like a therapist. Um, yeah, they can't prescribe medications and things like that. Which was another problem I was having, because I was looking for that kind of... Um, and I was, as I mentioned, using the Rise Above the Disorder uh, assistance to help find uh, therapists or psychologists or whatever, but there weren't any in my area. Um, available and they're pretty booked I think it's across the board sort of a situation that's unfortunate right now because everybody's a little traumatized due to the past 18 months of their lives um, so I, I think therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists are all it's hard to find one taking new clients at, at the moment and then especially to try to be picky and specific about one that meets your specific needs and, and personality. So, so yeah. I don't know. I just felt like mentioning that because I do remember I spent a good episode or so talking about starting it and talking about, like, the side effects and, like, trying this, trying that. Talking to different family members of mine who may have been on stuff and then they, they recommend, oh, well, you probably have similar genetics and perhaps then that means this medication works the same way as it does for your sibling or this or that or the other so um so yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm up to um so yeah that's all <laughs> that's all i have how, how how are you doing uh, <laughs> oh buddy indeed Speaking of uncomfortable things, it's going to be hot here. It already is hot. This weekend is going to be three days of 100 plus degrees, uh, which for the past 100 years, there have been only three. And now we're going to get three more in the span of a weekend here in the western Washington state. Uh, so that's fun. Thankfully, last weekend wasn't that bad. We, we went strawberry picking. We went strawberry picking, picking some strawberries. We got six pounds of strawberries from the strawberry farm. And then we made strawberry muffins, like blueberry muffins, but with strawberries. And then we just made a strawberry cheesecake, which was a near disaster 
That seems like a lot. Yeah, six pounds of strawberries is a lot. It doesn't. It isn't a lot though. That was only one tray, and we like oh. barely moved like four feet down the row of strawberry plants that they had given us, and we had six pounds of strawberries, and it was only fifteen dollars because it was like two fifty a pound for pick your own dang strawberries. That kind. Um. No, the strawberries are in the cheesecake. Here's the thing. We have this book, this gluten-free baking book that was gifted, I think, to us. It's not a good book. <laughs> Everything we've made out of it has turned horrible. This we recovered. We recovered the cheesecake because we realized something was wrong uh, when clouds and clouds of smoke were billowing from the oven when we started baking the cheesecake. <laughs> but I was getting ahead of myself. Uh, but basically this book is like, and the girlfriend even then looked up the book and like started looking at reviews and everybody else has the same problems. Like, they don't know, this, this, the, the, the person who made the book doesn't know how to measure. Like, they're, they're crossing their units of measurement and also like their methods of measurement across various fields and cultures but within the same recipe like this recipe called for like 1.25 pints of strawberries and i'm like how i'm like i know like you buy strawberries at the store they usually come in like the pint containers but i'm like well how do i like quantify that amongst this six pounds of loose strawberries that I have. So I had to like look up how much does a pint of strawberries normally weigh and get out the, the weigher thing. But then they also asked for four cups of cream cheese. But nowhere in the world of cream cheese do they put cups on their labels. Like you buy the little sticks, the little bars of cream cheese. It's not like butter where it has like tablespoons to cups and things. It that's measured out in like grams and ounces and stuff. So I had to like figure out how many cups of cream cheese were in each of these bars of blocks of cream cheese that we bought. Um what else did Yeah, they they were like using volume when they should have been using a weight. <laughs> it was very confusing. Oh yeah, the the, uh, the cookies, the cookie crust. They asked for like... 10 and 3 quarters ounces of gluten-free cookies for the crust. I'm like, what? <laughs> I to, again, I had to get out the measuring thingy, the weight scale thing. Very confusing. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> And awakeness. So yeah, like this was all within the same thing. We also, a few years ago, I think on my birthday, we, from this book, tried to make a gluten-free cheesecake and it didn't turn out fine. I ate it, but it didn't turn out fine. Um, anyway, so yeah, another thing that it, they didn't specify was temperatures. They gave me the temperature to bake the crust at, to like par-bake the crust at. 400 degrees, and then when you're going through the recipe, they, they they fail to mention what temperature then you should bake the cheesecake at. So I figured, well, 
They said preheat. Oh god! Preheat the oven <laughs> at 400 degrees. I'll leave it at that. Wolfie, you're gonna get us all killed! Good lord! <laughs> that is quite high. This is where we saved it. Basically, at 400 degrees, the butter in the crust started to leak out of the the uh, the, the the spring form pan that we were baking it in. Because, you know, those aren't like airtight. They're like the bottom and then the sides are two separate pieces. Um, so the butter started to leak and then hit the bottom of the oven and then burn and then smoke. Um, so we realized something was amiss there. Um, so... We hid the cats in the bedroom. The cats in the bedroom and the silver spoon. Burning my cheesecake, smoking the room. <laughs> That's how that one goes, right? Um, so that we could open up all the windows and doors and fans and things. We, uh, so we could, like, get the smoke out of the house. Um, but then... I had a stroke of genius of getting a pan and filling it with water and putting it under the uh, the uh, the leaking cheesecake, which it turns out is actually a thing. Like you you put water, it's called a water water water. <laughs> it's called a water bath or something like that. Like it's actually a thing you do, particularly with cheesecakes, which are uh, sensitive to fast temperature changes, uh, but. This, in my mind, would catch the melting butter and keep it from burning on the bottom of the oven. Um, it, this, none of this was mentioned. None of this was mentioned in the recipe. Nor was it mentioned that baking the cheesecake should take place at like 325 degrees instead of 400. Um, so we recovered it. We recovered it. We desmokified the house. Time to put the book in the oven. Yeah, we're getting rid of this book. It's let us down multiple times. I think three times. It was the carrot cake. I seem to believe there was some sort of bread that was a failure, like a breadstick situation. Uh, and then now this this cheesecake. Um, so anyway, short short story long. Uh, the cheesecake baked, then we had to like endure letting it cool down and go into the fridge overnight. Um, and then we, we finally had some yesterday, and it was good! Like, I'd call it a 7 out of 10. I feel the crust was a little, little, little smoky, <laughs> a little overdone. Um, but yeah, like the, the strawberry. to answer your question, the strawberries were mixed. That was another thing he did. This jerk. He said, get your 1.25 pints of strawberries. Um, and then I'm thinking, okay, this is what goes in the mixed. And then he's like, only use half of them. <laughs> what? The other half is to decorate the top. <laughs> so I measured this all out piece by piece, strawberry by strawberry, and now you're telling me only to use half of it? And now, and I think one of the things that would have helped the cheesecake is if all the strawberries were actually in the cheese of the cake, um, because it's a very cheesecakey cheesecake. Or, or to make like that glaze, that kind of jello-y strawberry 
goo layer on top that some fancy cheesecakes do. Next time. Next time. Also, there were no gluten-free graham crackers at the store, so we got gluten-free animal crackers, which I feel like should be harder to find. Um, I feel like I would have enjoyed graham cracker crunchy crust better, but the the burnt butter animal cracker crust is wasn't bad, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm gonna eat it all, obviously. So yes. <laughs> but animals are, all animals are naturally gluten-free. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that, and, and we still have at least a pint of strawberries left that I've been putting in my oatmeal every morning. And we found like a, a massive blueberry farm. The bloobs, the bloobs aren't ready. The strawbizzles were. So now I, I know where to get my blueberries. Just free free produce all over the place. I mean, that is if like all the plants aren't just gonna burst into flames over the weekend, I guess. So anyway, that's been my few weeks. <laughs> how are how are you? Um I do have a few questions. Remember I said I would be holding, hold your questions, holding the questions for episodes instead of burning through them all in streams. Keysky is glad about that in that they asked, what was the first game you broke? We just tried to and nearly succeeded. I'd say we succeeded, but the game was still being a rude dude. Uh, ultimate fishing shim simulator. <laughs> Listen, um, I can just blame this all on the uh, effects or withdrawal. Um, we 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 were able to leave the boat and leave the map and fall through the world and catch a glimpse of the Sunship's place. Uh, that is before we were we we hit the water layer and were instantly teleported back to the boat. Um, but what was the first game you broke? I don't know. I truly don't know. I mean, I do remember NASCAR Racing 2002. You could get into some wild crashes that then throw you over the pit wall and then you can drive around on the infield like through the cardboard cutouts of like the trailers and cars and you know the infield grandstands and stuff. I remember that. I remember doing that quite a bit. Um, but I don't I don't know like the first game that I intentionally broke. Like obviously it became much more of a thing here doing YouTube and streaming. Oh, Kurt's going to try to find a way outside of the map. Um I mean, I do remember Tomb Raider The Angel of Darkness was simply a broken game. I remember many broken things happening there. Like, you know, one of Lara's legs suddenly becomes a pipe. <laughs> Why? Because video games. See, I definitely remember broken games. The Filing Cabinet Man. Yeah, that's pretty fun. In, in Max Payne 3. <laughs> oh, boy. 
So yeah, I'd, I'd like, yeah, I, that wasn't a thing that I like went out of my way to do specifically. I mean, I do remember before doing YouTube, like playing Minecraft and digging to the bedrock layer. And back in that day, you could find gaps in the bedrock layer and like fall through and then, you know, die in the void. Um, I remember that. Right, Sunships sun originated in BeamNG Drive. On account of the bus having the bag of Sunships. I mean, it was kind of a carboys thing that I kind of lifted and ran with, but nobody pays attention to who owns what rights to what content on the internet! Uh, oop, careful, Wolfie. But, uh... But, yeah. I, yeah, I can't think. I'm, like, even trying to... I mean, I know I'm, like, thinking of, like, the first games I played. I'm thinking of, like, Nintendo, NES, and, like, Atari 2600. Like, I remember the Atari games would, like, just sometimes break, and you'd have to reset them. Like, it would just get all scrambly. And like the music would just be like, ding, 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 ding. you know, it would get stuck on a loop. Or you could like hit the reset switch over and over again to like make your own song. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make this a four day episode. the The Far Lands or Bust episodes are so rare. We gotta we gotta squeeze them for all the ah, the the juice that they've got. Is it grams of juice? Pints of juice? Feet? Feet? Feet of juice? Imperial centimeters. <laughs> Who knows? Let's do that and continue in the morning. <laughs> And awakeness. I think that's like the first proper snore and wake that I've done this episode. Carrying on. Stones. Yes, stone. That uh, that I still don't understand. How like, and like they only like you only weigh humans like people via stone <laughs> like you don't weigh anything else my car weighs 14 stone I don't even know what that is Doc gratis had a question with their very generous donation did you ever wax poetic and not even know it <laughs> Are there topics you find interested? Wait, are there topics you find interesting? I think is what they meant. That you don't have people to talk about with? I have you. Uh, why would I? Like, if there's any topics I don't want to talk to real people about, I got you. Ah, <laughs> uh, because you're not real. Um. 
Did you ever wax poetic and not even know it? What is wax poetic? Even. Like, what does that mean? Like, I just say it because it sounds like an old-timey turn of phrase. Like, indeed. Um... Those sheep were not there when I passed through. Um... I feel like, to me, wax poetic is like, here's an idea, and here's what I think about the idea. Like, not like, this is what's happening, or this is a thing that happened, but like, this this is like, like I was allegedly waxing poetic about what shall become of Far Lands or Busts. In, in its current and future forms, not because I have any definite answers and not because I have any sort of capability of making grand decisions at this juncture or ever, um, but just like, like, yeah, that'd be nice. Hmm, that's something. That might work. That probably won't work. Wax poetic. Third person, singular, simple, preset, wax is poetic. Precent, participant, whole, participimple, waxing poetic. Pass, simple pass, pass participical, wax poetic. To become increasingly verbose. Often derogatory. To speak in an increasingly verbose manner as if constructing poetry. Oh, well that's just how I talk. <laughs> like, specifically for... YouTube and Twitch and stuff. Just because I think it's funnier to say things with extra words <laughs> than it is otherwise. Like, I didn't need to say otherwise there, but that was a longer word and I chose it. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I guess wax poetic isn't what I think it is. I think I, I, so your question is, do I ever wax poetic and not even know it? Probably just because, like, that's my default now. Like, I'm not making the choice. I mean, I'm, like, choosing in my head. Uh-oh, Wolfie? I hope you're not drowning. No, you're not. You're just not have spawned yet. Okay. Like, I'm doing it on purpose. And, like, I'll often pause mid-sentence to construct a more funny-sounding series of words <laughs> mid-thought that aren't necessary, but... Yeah. Do you get poetic while waxing the 280Z? I've never waxed the 280Z. I've never waxed a car in my life, to be honest with you. I've used polishing, like quick polish stuff. That car hasn't seen wax in a long time. No, I mean, it's very scratchy and rusty and it's got, like, it is It is not a smooth surface. There's very hard little particulates of tree sap and stuff on the hood and stuff on the roof. But yeah, no, I've never, I've never waxed a car. That just is one of those things, like, I'll get down into detail as far as, like, washing a car. 
I'll take that seriously. But waxing a car just seems like too much work. <laughs> like, like mm, I'm not going to see the results of this. Like, I get tired halfway through putting Rain-X on a windshield. I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> Even though every time I do it it's, and it rains, it's like, a miracle product. That's pretty much my experience. Um, other topics you find interesting that you don't have other people to talk about with? I'll, I talk in my head about stuff, probably more so than with people. <laughs> but no, not really. I mean, not really. And again, that's, uh, if I could bring us back to what I was talking about at the beginning. Like, ooh, well, a little, a, a full-size pool with a, with a hot tub off the side with a view. This is like a, what are these things called? Uh, a hot spring. Um, so yeah, not really, but oh, sorry, uh, yeah, being on like, again, not everybody's experience, these things are actually good. Um, being on the medication, it like, again, flattens you out and kind of makes you a drone where it's like, you're okay with like being and doing stuff, but like, nothing is of interest <laughs> in particular like there's like the like was that Futurama the, the the people who just have no opinions about anything tell my wife I said hello that's what it kind of feels like in my experience <laughs> that's another thing I was like googling like to try to see, like, oh, symptoms of coming off of XOR and withdrawal symptoms. You come across all these, like, forums and stuff like that where people are like, oh, I'm glad to get this poison out of my system. It's poison. Oh, I'm, oh, I was poison. It was, you were on it for a reason, person. This, this is This is what's happening now when you're not on it, not because it's... Poison! <laughs> now, pe people are weird. Hmm. Especially on the internet. Not me, though. Um, rule! With your donation. Got a question. When you look up at the moon, do you see a flat disk? Or an orb? I myself somehow have troubles seeing the moon as an orb, even though I know it is one. A spherical. Um. I, I, th that depends, I think. Like, definitely a full moon is difficult to see as an orb, because it's just, like, a bright disk. Certainly the phases, certainly the... Uh, the, uh, you know, you can see the shadows and stuff like that. What, uh, what helps me <laughs> is, like, being able to see, 
Like, if you see the moon, and then if you, like, can see the other planets, like, to then be able to visualize that... as you would visualize it in, like, Space Engine or something, like, on those three-dimensional orbital planes. Like, that's the sort of thing that helps me, personally. Alternately, like, eclipses very much help with that. To be able to, like, see eclipses and transits and stuff, to see, like, the third dimension. I've talked about this before, like, that's one of the more interesting aspects of astronomy to me, is, like, being able to break your brain out of that everything is flat. When there is an event that you can definitely see a foreground and a background. I, at, like, if I'm in a dark sky enough, I can... I, I'm fooling myself, but I feel like I can feel or see the depth of, like, the stars and stuff around. I don't think I'm gonna make it to that shoreline, so let's not make the hidey hole over there. Let's make it in this neat little pre-made castle. So yeah, I, I to answer that question, I think you just kind of have to try or like wait for a moment where it makes sense to be able to see in another dimension, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension. Um, hey Wolfie, that's fine for now. Woof indeed. Yeah, like, Jupiter and the moons definitely helps. Like, Saturn. Like, that's the reason why Saturn, people seeing Saturn through a telescope for the first time is a real, like, wow moment. Because, like, it has... It has 3D elements built in. Millions of triangles. Like, the rings, obviously. And then the rings, you could cast a shadow and you could see where the rings are in front of and behind the planet. So, that's very helpful. What was I doing? Making beds. That's not how you do it, Kurt. So yeah, that's another thing. Very difficult to get back into here in the Seattle area. Astronomy yeah. is. That's like one of the many things like, do I need this anymore? Should I sell this thing? Should I make room for other stuff I won't use. <laughs> um, but then again, we are going on our vacation. Oh, I need boats. Or we're going to be doing, like, camping. And, like, a lot of stars and stuff. I'm not going to bring the telescope or anything like that. That would be silly. Um, or would it? A boat vacation... Indeed. Um, yeah, I think that wraps up an episode. A special four-day episode. Episode eight hundred and nineteen. Wouldn't that be the best time for a telescope? That's I. You'll notice that I've like stopped talking and because I'm thinking. Because I'm like, wait a minute, maybe that is a good idea. But it's just, like, another thing to have to worry about packing and or, like, getting stolen or whatever while you're 
damaged while you're camping. But again, I'm not I haven't well, used the telescope in like well over 2 years since I moved here. So maybe some use is better than no use. Listen, before I start to wax poetic, thank you everybody for watching. Farlandsbus.com is where you can find out more about our charity for rise above the disorder like i said we just passed the thousand dollar mark we're at one thousand one hundred dollars get your question in for the next episode when is the next episode Ooh, you'll never know because i don't either uh <laughs> yeah thank you everybody for your support my name is kurt i will see you next time <laughs> The cat's in the bedroom and the silver spoon Burning my cheesecake, smoking the room <laughs>